Hey, I'm Ming. He's Tom. And we solve cubes really fast. So we've decided to take on some of the world's biggest problems. With solutions that you never saw coming. Because we are... The, the Solve guys. guys. Whoa, three voices once again. Tom, who, who do we have the pleasure of being joined by today? Today we're joined by the world famous, renowned Man. CEO, Ooh. owner, founder, <laughs> And just All overall handsome man, just Billy. A great guy. Of Daily Puzzles. Yeah. Um, woo. Welcome, Billy. I was not convinced until you said handsome. Yeah. And then I feel yeah. like it just, I'm so much more comfortable now. I'm like in my prime environment. I think everyone was like, who is he talking about? Yeah. And then they're like, like handsome. And, I know, exactly. And then they knew. We probably didn't even have to say your name. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Precisely. Um, so besides being um, the owner of the company that is sponsoring this podcast, thank you very much for that, by the way. No, of course. Yeah. Thank you for having um, me on. It's, it's a you, massive honor. You are a great guy and you're a good friend. Oh, and thank it you. It is a real privilege to have you um, join our show today to no, solve I'm very excited. a massive problem. This is something that affects everyone, as always. I mean, that's why we're the Solve Guys. Today's oh, problem yeah. that we're going to attempt to solve is passwords. Passwords. Yep. Just, just passwords. Yep. The fact that they exist, the fact that we need them, right? And then the fact Period. that increasingly it's like, hey, sorry, the password that you chose was not good enough. We need another number. We need like punctuation. We need, you know. An essay. <laughs> we basically, it's crazy. Pretty much. And how do you remember everything? And then you hear of all these big companies, businesses, YouTubers getting hacked. And you think that they would have, you know, things in place. Cybersecurity, it affects us all, doesn't it? I don't know if you guys saw recently, but one of the biggest tech YouTubers in the world, Linus Tech Tips, got mm -hmm. breached. And just, it's like, they're the people teaching the technology. And it's like, absolutely. if it can happen to someone like that, it can happen to anyone. Mm -hmm. Yep. Just a few months ago. Hey, I'm not one to make huge promises, but I think I think there's a chance that by listening to this entire episode, we might solve definitively your problem with passwords. So it's a lot of hope. Yep. But I'm a hopeful guy. <laughs> Enjoy the episode. Optimistic. <laughs> Passwords, Tom. What is the problem with passwords? Look, I'm going to go over a few problems we have with passwords. Mm -hmm. Passwords can be stolen. It can be shared, guessed, stolen, which means they just aren't secure. Over 50% of young people admit that they share their login details with friends. Oh. And 59% admitted to reusing the same password across multiple sites. I feel so targeted right now. I would now. never. Yeah, same. <laughs> Look, and we've also got the other problem that passwords are hard to remember, mm. which, you know, leads down why we make them easy and guessable, right? <laughs> so the common wisdom is to have different unique passwords for each account. But mm -hmm. are you guys doing that? Uh, I um, mean, yeah. <laughs> okay, look, so my, my, my strategy is, well, no, I'm just going to give it away. It's usually like maybe, I don't know, a couple of words. And then because there needs to be like a number or punctuation, they'll yeah. be like, a number and then maybe like an at sign or like an exclamation mark or something like that. And then if I need a new one, it just one turns into two or it turns into three and turns into four. Right. I feel like it reminds me of those websites where you can put in like, have I been like, how secure is my password? And then you put oh, it yeah. in like, ever since I found those websites, my passwords are a lot more secure. Mm. But I also do not want to jinx it and just like find out. I've been like, so like have, have your passwords been exposed in a, in a breach before? Do you want to? I'm shameful to admit this, but yes. One of us. One, <laughs> One of us. us. Wait, Tom, have, has that happened to you before? 
I think so. Yeah, like when Google notifies yep. you, or yeah, and yeah, data yeah. breach to change them. Yeah, definitely. And then, and then, did you change it? No, <laughs> yes, <laughs> for the for the important websites, yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. Hey, yeah, yeah, it's scary. Mm. You see a lot more two factor authentication these days, and I feel like definitely. since then that's like improved. But then, like you also hear about these social engineering scams where like like a famous person mm-hmm. will have like people trying to hack into their like accounts or various, you know, login details. And then they'll call like a phone company, pretend to be them. And then the customer service worker will like reset their uh. details, give them like a new SIM card. And then all of a sudden, like the secure password is just done for because they can just change it with two-factor authentication. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, so I did a bit of, bit of research myself, right? Someone did an experiment with, you know, the... In, these data breaches, they just found like 14 million leaked passwords and using some powerful hacking software, within two hours, 48% of those passwords were cracked. Two hours. Ouch. After eight hours, 70% of the passwords were cracked. After 20 hours, 80% of the passwords were cracked. So these are real passwords that were leaked. That's a lot more devastating than I expected. I thought like it would be like I wonder if they could break that down by age bracket as well. Oh, yeah. To know a bit about like user demographics. But yeah. still, under one day, in less than 24 hours, over 80% of the passwords were cracked. That is frightening. That is so frightening. And I'm pretty sure mine would have been one of them. Uh, that's what I was going to say. Like, out of the 14 million, if we combine our three passwords, like, are most of them ours? <laughs> Password123, anyone? Surely not. So, you know, I've heard before, the longer your password is, like, the more safe it's going to be, right? Mm. Yeah. Uh, did a bit more research on this as well. You know, call me the, call me the research guy. <laughs> uh, but apparently, if your password has one character, the time it takes to crack it is it's basically instant. And that goes all the way to about five characters. So wow. a five-character long password wow. can basically be cracked, like, instantly, right? Once you increase that to, like, uh, eight characters... Right, eight characters. If it's a mixture of like upper and lowercase letters, it's now going to take one minute to crack, six minutes if you include numbers, and five days if you include like symbols as well. Right, so it's going to be exponentially characters. harder. That's right. But now, five days is not a lot still if you've got like yeah, something no, important it's not. behind your exactly. password. Exactly. If it's like a bank account or something. Yeah. Like, I, wow. I want more than five days worth of yeah. you know, know, brute security. Force time. That's right. Now, now let's inc- increase that to 12 characters. Uh, if it's just numbers, it's uh, two seconds to hack into it. If it's a combination wow. of up and lowercase letters, so 12 characters, it's going to take 20 years. Okay, that's better. Yep. If you add numbers, 162 years. Okay. And if you add symbols, 8 million years. Well, 12 characters with symbols. Yeah. Yeah, yeah wow. right. I know. But 12 characters, who who's going to remember that? And is that assuming that the characters are, it doesn't matter the order? Oh, or if that's, these that's are, a very good point. These are random characters, right? 12. Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, you probably want to avoid like, you know, numbers. Or yeah. like, you know, they call it like leet speak. You know, when you're trying to like replace like L-E-E-T and it's like yeah. L-3-3-T, like, you know, sort of right. replacing like letters for the equivalent numbers. That's still sort of crackable because it's yeah. like, just teach your program the dictionary face and it's going to just try all those words. But, but we're human. We find it very hard to be random. Mm. Even when we think we're being random, we're not. There's predictability there. And machines can learn that. Yeah, I've heard something before in the past about like the machines that brute force it get more intelligent because they have humans like put in common phrases, Mm. stuff like that, and it just Mm. makes it easier for them. Yeah, that's right. 
I've got to ask this question. Can, can you guys guess what were the top 10 most common passwords used in 2023? So have a go. I've got the top 10 right here. See if you can guess any, any one of them. What do you think? I think just password on its own, yeah. surely. It has to be. Password was the fourth most common yeah. password most common? used. At okay. least it's not number one, right? Something's improved, I guess. I think I might have used that one maybe like on the school computer yeah. <laughs> back in the day. If you want to log into um, Tom's old school account uh, to find something he wrote in like grade five or something. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Some great story. Um, so that was four. The second most common is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. The third one, QWERTY, uh, which is literally one, two, three, four, five, six, but then you just go the next <laughs> yeah. row down on the keyboard. It is so lazy. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, so one one that I didn't see coming and that, you know, it's the seventh most common. I might start using it because it's pretty clever. It's 1Q2W3E. I actually see not that expecting that. On, on the keyboard? Yeah. Oh, that kind of makes Q, sense though. 2W3E. It's, it's pretty clever. It's pretty clever. Well, I'm not saying I'm going to use it, but it's pretty clever. Yeah, we clearly haven't haven't thought of that one. Uh, but hey, these are problems that we're gonna that we're gonna solve because I mean, it is it doesn't just affect individuals. Do you think this even applies to daily puzzles on a whole? Like as as a company, do you deal with I don't know hackers threats? Is this something that's that's real for you? Yeah, it's a it's a frightening thing because it's like if you make one wrong mistake, like there can be massive consequences, and it's happened to us before. Thankfully, like, we've been hacked. Oh wow! Like, yeah, yeah, bad. Yep. But um, like we've had money stolen. We've had like um, you know, different uh, like customer service mm-hmm. logged into before. Mm-hmm. Um, this was a long time ago, and since then we've obviously learned from it, and we have pretty good security. I'm not saying that for anyone at home to <laughs> challenge to test accepted. Us, but I mean, no, sorry. Like we have very clear security policies on like yep. if we get an email, for example, mm-hmm. one of our customer service agents is like, you can only click on this link. Mm-hmm. You can't download like certain type of files. So we're very on top of it these days. But then you hear stories about like the biggest companies in the world, like Apple getting hacked. Mm. And it's like, it's never impossible. You never want to think like, this is not going to happen to me because it probably will one day. Yep. Yeah. Well, as we say on the podcast, let's get solving. Let's do it. Do we say that? (laughs) We do now. Do we say that? (laughs) We do now, Tom. Solution number one today comes from our very own Tom. Uh, if you're wondering, by the way, why Tom's voice is sounding especially beautiful and deep today, <laughs> um, it's because we found there's just better retention if Tom speaks this way <laughs> in the podcast. And so, yeah, look, we got some emails <laughs> saying that my voice wasn't really making the cut. I had someone come up to me today say they fell asleep to the podcast. This is serious. <laughs> someone told me they fell asleep to our second episode. Is, is that a compliment? I guess so. We must just have relaxing voices. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. I'm going to lean into that. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Tom, solve the problem of passwords for us. What have you brought today? Look, what I'm going to give you guys may or may not be something that I've used. Mm. I can't disclose that because I don't want to give away any of my passwords, right? For security. Of, of course. But the solution I want to bring to the table for all the cubers out there, especially, is I think, and maybe I've done this before. Uh, using obscure Cuba's names in a password. Now, this can be done in multiple ways. Like, um, you know, maybe even some of you listening out there, I could have used your name before as my Facebook password. To I might have signed up to a an email listing with with your 
your government name before. <laughs> because Interesting. Look, Ming was a little bit shocked when I told him this, but I have actually for like multiple years now been like using like very obscure people's names with a combination of symbols and numbers when it has to be more secure wow. to sign up for things because, yeah, I feel like it's something that's like... Obviously, can be guessed still, right? Unless you unless you add those extra things, but it's easy to remember. You're, okay. You're supposed to solve the solution. I'll tell everyone how to hack into all of your accounts. You just tell everyone right now. Hey, why didn't you go into the database where all the names are there and just brute force try every single one? Have my data. Just take it. That's great. No, I mean there there is a there is a genius to your madness, right? Because. Because those are the long names. And as we saw before, the more characters. Yeah. Like on average, I mean, how many characters would your passwords be? I guess it depends, right? Like, but I'll sometimes do a full name mm-hmm. and then a verb at the end as well mm, yep, with yep. a number. Like, yep. Maybe Ming Dao Ting rocks. Sucks. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yes, sucks. Ming Dao Ting sucks. Yeah. Phil the best. Phil <laughs> the best. Yeah. yeah. A few of those. Um, but I have actually prepared a few examples Ooh, of, you know, of your passwords. <laughs> yeah, I've actually got my like Google uh, link here with all of them. It's it's in the show notes. It's just you just click the link. I love all how he said passwords. examples. Examples. <laughs> like, um, yeah, let me just log in really quickly. <laughs> I'm just already forgetting the concept of this podcast. Like, yeah. it's the solve guys, not the problem guys. Like, well, I'm just trying to help you solve. Sure, sure, sure. My login and s- crack the code, right? <laughs> He's forgotten one of his passwords. If someone can just try and log into it for, for him, they'll be really great. If anyone can just go on the WCA database and run it for me until we find who I use, I've kind of forgotten. All right, now give us your examples. You know, I feel like you can make these into full sentences as well, mm-hmm. right? With with um, whether you want to add in stuff in between. But here's a few examples like Tom Austin raced Cubehead and made him bleach his hair. That's one long word. Like the whole thing is a password. Yeah, that's a password. You I think mean, AI is going to guess that? They would, take, guess that? they would take a long time to do it. Probably at least yeah. a few minutes. We need numbers though. Where are the numbers? <laughs> that's true. I'm building up. These are just uh, okay, low okay, level sorry. examples. Yeah, yeah, sure. Now we've got Ming went to the shops and bought a watermelon one. The one at the end. Okay. And this is probably one of my favorites. <laughs> Wait, What? <laughs> It has to be obscure. It has to be random and unexpected. It like sure is. Bubble tea would have been more relevant. It would Bubble have been tea, more accurate. Yeah, true. Hey. Yeah. Uh, and my personal favorite is Billy from Daily Puzzles is a lizard person. <laughs> Dot six nine exclamation mark. What is that? I thought we were being serious, but now you're exposing me and I'm just like not sure what to yeah. do. Oh yeah, that that is my Instagram password. <laughs> Someone's That's actually a... going to use that right now. Yeah, I need my phone. I want to try it right now. Oh, my gosh. Uh, well, I mean, I didn't tell you how long it would take. You know that table that I had from, yeah. from before with all the you know periods of time? Mm. If your characters, uh, if you have 20 characters in your new password um, and a combination of numbers, upper and lowercase letters and symbols, it will take two septillion years to break that. I'm pretty sure that some of the examples you gave just then were more than 20 characters. Definitely, yeah. Yeah. Now, they weren't completely random because, you know, they were words and stuff. But I think at that length, yeah. two septillion years. Personally, I'm okay if someone takes two septillion years to break into my bank account. Like, if we'll you actually got there, I'd, I'd almost say you you earned it. Yeah. You know, if you work it that hard and you got it, sure. Have, it. have my money. 
Hey Tom, do you have a Rubik's Cube? Yeah, a few of them actually. But what would you do if you didn't? Hmm, I'd probably go onto dailypuzzles.com.au, the sponsor of today's episode. Daily Puzzles has hundreds of cubes, from 3x3s to pyraminxes, even 10x10s. They have unique mind-bending puzzles like mirror blocks or the cylinder cube. Love a good cylinder cube. How does that even work? They also have cubing accessories like timers, mats, and much, much more. Daily Puzzles offers fast international shipping. For example, if you lived in the USA, shipping starts at just $5. They have dozens of puzzles discounted and friendly customer service. And Tom, if you wanted an extra 5% off these already insane prices, what would you do? You can go to the checkout and put in code SOLVEGUYS for an extra 5% off. It's pretty sweet. So once you've finished solving the world's problems with us, head over to dailypuzzles.com.au to buy some great speed cubes and become a solve guy too. Hey, maybe the solve guys were just the friends we made along the way. Okay, back to the show. Solution number two comes from Billy. There's lots of different ways to approach this. Hmm. And I think it best starts with the story of when it changed for me. Hmm. Buckle I, in. I used to have those passwords that were password one, two, three. Yeah. And I didn't see a problem with it because it's like, the, first of all, it started when I was younger, obviously. When you're younger, I think there's less people trying to hack into you. Mm-hmm. Maybe nowadays it's different, but. When you own an entire store, you know. Yes, that yeah. definitely does make you a target more. Yeah. And. Mm-hmm. We get like every week people trying to like get into our stuff. Every week. Yeah. Wow. It's like, it's like more intense than you think. So yeah. you, got, you got to be careful. Like even like if I pull up my like text messages, we'll get like messages like weekly. Like here's your two-factor authentication oh, code. Yeah, of and course. Be like, yep. That's right. I did not log into that. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, it makes you like your heart rate kind of spike and think like what's happening. But Yeah. Like someone right at that moment is actively trying to like. Hack in. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Wow. And this, when it changed was we had this situation with the supplier mm-hmm. um, for our Rubik's Cubes and someone actually hacked into them. And what that meant was they were pretending to be our supplier for a significant amount of time. And we were emailing back and forth and they convinced me that I was talking to the same person. And because it's pretty customary to communicate just over email, I'm like, oh, okay, nothing's fine. Like mm-hmm. no, nothing's wrong. Like Everything is fine. Mm -hmm. And what that meant is when they told me, oh, hey, the payment method's different. Mm -hmm. Like, send the money to this new location. I'm like, oh, this is exactly who I'm used to talking to. I was so confident. I'll do what you want. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. I I was so confident in it that I transferred them the money. But I did have my doubts, but they were so convincing Mm -hmm. that it was like freaky. Wow. But from then onwards, obviously... I got the bad news. We did get scammed. Thankfully, the good news is we got the money back. Wow. It was good. But from there onwards, we have to be like on top of it. Yeah. Wow. So. Because that's not even you. Like they didn't, they didn't hack into like your store exactly. or, you know, your system. They got through someone else. I know. It's like the weakest link doesn't even have to be within your system. I know. It's yeah. just like with the other parties that you deal with. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I know. And like once that happened, I'm like, okay, we actually have to think about this. Like we're a business. And mm. like, of course, like a priority for us is protecting our customers' data. Yep. And what that means is like we have a responsibility to them. So we can't just like guess this. Like mm. this has yeah. to be right. The best thing we've found is legitimately using outsourced software that will remember passwords for us. But immediately the floor in that is 
you have to trust the company. Mm-hmm. And the only way to get into our software where all our passwords are stored is through a master password mm-hmm. that only I remember. Yep. And if I lose that password... It's password 1234, isn't it? Like the one <laughs> we've said before. Maybe at one point it was. <laughs> okay. Not anymore. Yeah, okay. But this like password, it's like I reckon it took me weeks to memorize. Yeah, wow. Like I had it on a piece of paper and I'd be reading it every day. Yep. And then like one day when I felt confident enough to throw it away, I'm like, it's like, that's all my passwords are stored in here. Because then what the software does is it like spits out 16 digits, special characters. Yeah. Yeah. Like lowercase, like basically making it like I'm going to pass away before they can brute force it. Yeah. At least a septillion. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Seven septillion. (laughs) Wow. That's incredible. But um, so uh, can I ask? This is a super random question. How did how did you throw that piece of paper away? Did you swallow it? Um, can I did I ask not swallow. Random question. What is the master password? But <laughs> <laughs> this is the perfect time for a bleep. Just button. random question. It's just um. Did you, you know, did you shred it? Did you? No, I have an incredible story about how I threw it away. It was really emotional. <laughs> um, wow. You grew was, a bond with it, really. Hey, it was kind of like your best. Cue friend. the sad music. Yeah, I know. It was just it was it was distressing, but um. I crumbled it and I put it in the bin. Yo, you didn't even like tear it up? No. Just put it in the bin. Well, we have a surprise, Billy, today in my pocket. (laughs) (laughs) It's your rubbish. (laughs) This right here. (laughs) We've actually brought the master. Looking for this. (laughs) Yeah, but typically we've found that like this is a good method for us. But again, it's like we got socially engineered. Mm. that scammed previously yep. so it's like i think there's a chance it could happen to anyone yep. like again like i spoke about earlier like the biggest companies in the world mm. have been breached mm-hmm. so i feel like what the viewer has to do is just do the best they can research it and put the effort into making something that is difficult to remember if you do want to outsource it like we have i think that's a good way to yep. make it more secure but again, you have to have a lot of faith in that company that's yep. storing it for you. And if they have, because there's lots of companies that can do that for you, they have to have a very solid track record. That's right. But but you can check that out in reviews and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, wasn't it just like last year, the year before where, what was it, LastPass got hacked? And there was like this big like data breach yes. of a password management yeah. company, which yeah. is like, whoa. You know, know. If we can't even trust that, it's like... Dude, I'm giving you all my passwords. Yeah. And if you get hacked in, like, can I trust anyone? But turns out, I mean, I think most security experts say it was a bit of an isolated incident. Don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Like, it's not like you can't trust any of them. Just do your research before you actually, you know, (laughs) it it is very much putting all your eggs in one basket. Yeah. If you give them all all your passwords. But it actually is more secure than going solve guys one exclamation mark. Solve guys two exclamation mark, you know, like those yeah. kind of passwords. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. And like, if you wanted a low cost solution, like you, a pen and paper, like most people would have a pen and paper at home, just mm. like write them down. Like that does take like a certain amount mm. of time. I know these days, like your phones are just like, you've entered a new password. Like mm. you want to save it? And like, that's such an easy button to press. Oh, and yeah, I still absolutely. press it for a lot of things yeah. in my personal life. But then like, since I work for a company, it's like, we have to be careful. Mm-hmm, like, we yeah. can't do stuff like that. And yep. we take it very seriously. So stay safe out there, everyone. You got to be careful. Billy, bringing it. This is why we called you on. It's not you're much more than a pretty face. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I like to think so. Kind of in the contract, but 
Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we had to as part of him sponsoring the show. Yeah. He was like, I am guest every week. Yeah. Like, oh, no, calm they, down. They did not want to do this. And uh, <laughs> small stipulation from now on, it is Billy Podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Billy. So Billy. The Billy guys. So, one thing we haven't mentioned yet is that businesses actually don't appreciate the fact that a lot of users forget passwords because. Password frustration often leads to lost sales. You know, when you're at the checkout and you need to log in or something and it's like, oh, actually, I can't remember. And so I'm going to leave everything in my shopping cart and I'm just not going to buy this thing. Lost sales. Speaking of businesses, we are, we've now come to the part of the show where we normally shout out, uh, I don't know, a business, a, a sponsor. Billy, who do you think we should support today? You know, it depends who you want to help. There's like, a store, right? Daily Puzzles. There is a store, dailypuzzles.com.au. Yeah, yeah. really? Why? Just just be yourself for a second. Why should we? Don't give us a company speak. Why should we shop at Daily Puzzles? Right. Um, I'd say shop at Daily Puzzles because the service is good. Mm. Um, we're pretty on top of customer service. Mm-hmm. We're never perfect, but we always make things right. If we make a mistake with an order, like we're always there by customer service to help out. Mm. And I feel like one thing that I hear often from our customers is that they appreciate our honesty. That is so good. It's not like some like faceless corporation. It's humans selling puzzles to humans. Yeah. Daily humans. Daily Daily humans. Human puzzles. (laughs) (laughs) Got to book that, mark that domain. That's a real missed opportunity right there with the naming of a company. No, of course. But then if like if I go into the salesman mode, I do say we have international shipping starting just five US dollars. You can use code SolveGuys for a discount off your order. Aye, Free shipping available that's to most one. countries. It's like we have a lot of options, guys. If you ever have any questions, send us an email and we're happy to reply. Yep. So good. Use SolveGuys at dailypuzzles.com.au. Tom Solution was um, long passwords with names and sentences. Billy's solution was to use a password manager. The correct solution, which I'm about to present, (laughs) is, are you ready for this? Implantable chips. Hear me out. Potato chips? (laughs) Hear me out. (laughs) I'm not listening, but go ahead. It is the same tech that we're already familiar with. Think proximity cards, right? So your hotel room keys, uh, you know, credit cards, your key fobs, right? I'm proposing... Uh, it wasn't was my idea. Well, I'm proposing that everyone implants one of these little RFID chips into their bodies. Now, these chips are tiny. They're like two millimeters in the thickness, one centimeter long or about half an inch for our American friends. They're usually not powered. They only communicate over short distances. They can carry anything that a card can, right? So you literally can open locked doors by just like tapping your hand to, to the door. Right, you can pay for items at a store, log into machines, and a lot of people have already done it. So there is a country in the world, in the world. I just had to add that, you know, a country in the world. Oh, it's the world. I know, where world more country. than four thousand people have already implanted chips into them. Do you want to guess what the country is? Is it Switzerland? Oh, it's so close. Sweden? It's Sweden. Yes, wow. that was close. Sweden. Wow, that's exactly right. The only thing I know. There are like over 4,000 cyborgs in Sweden that have voluntarily implanted chips into them. Like, you know, like when you microchip a pet, it's that literally <laughs> they're doing that. <laughs> Maybe that's not the best way to oh, enjoy it. Okay, they yeah. may not be selling it as, as much as I, I, I wanted to. And wow. look, if you feel uneasy about it, right, consider that 
In the US, for example, there are already 3 million people with implanted technology in them called a pacemaker. And we're okay with that, right? No one's just like, oh, you know, you freaky cyborg. (laughs) This pacemaker is helping them maintain a steady heart rhythm. It's a similar percentage in Australia. It's like 1% to 2%, totally normal. It's they walk amongst us. It's it's a thing. Hold on, hold on. They walk amongst us. It's one of these technologies to literally keep you alive. Yeah. The other one is like open a door to get a, get a get bagel the at the get a bagel at the bakery. Is that, like, wait, you want to see something really cool? Yeah. 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 Can your hand do that? <laughs> also, you have to assume that the door has a technology to respond. You don't. You're not just walking up you're to like, a plank of wood. Oh, and the door's not it. opening. It's like uh, it's just this push. Sorry. <laughs> I feel like after this episode, I'm going to leave the studio location. I'm just going to see Ting Man just like open every door in his wrist. It's, it's going to freak me out. With his mind. Yeah. Now, hey, I, I, I've already predicted what you're going to say. I've anticipated some, you know, opposition to this. So yeah. just want to answer the questions that you haven't even asked. Well, I'm ready for a debate. <laughs> this technology is very safe. So RFID, the RF stands for radio frequency. It's the same frequency as all around us in literally radio waves. Yeah. Right, it's not gonna. It's not a frequency that like really transmits anything like into or out of your body. Uh, some studies once suggested like some sort of cancer risk, but that's been almost completely like found to be untrue. Mm. Um, this so these chips are often um, where they're commonly implanted is at the back of your hand, just between your index finger and your thumb, in that fleshy mm. bit of your hand, right there on the back mm. of your hand. I know and. Yeah. <laughs> is this the part where <laughs> Ming brings out like a bunch of chips and me and so someone anyway, about to implant? Yep. If you just clench your, your teeth down on this, <laughs> yeah. we're just going to do it real quick right now. <laughs> is this the part where these handcuffs like come out of the table and <laughs> yeah. knock us What in? are you doing? It's like... <laughs> um, also, there's a bunch of secondary advantages. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just going to sell it to you guys. Um, so think, right, medical emergency. Can you imagine first responder comes to you you're unconscious, but all they have to do is like beep on the back of your hand right. and they've got your full medical history, mm. all, all your medical useful. data. It's incredible. Um, also, leaving your wallet at home, right? True. Because you can lose your wallet. It's a little bit harder to lose that chip. I mean, someone could cut it out yeah, or chop your hand off. Or but lose hey, your hand. It's, it's yeah. a little bit easier to lose your wallet than for you to lose your hand, just speaking from experience there. Uh, also, you know, not needing to fill out lengthy forms at checkpoints. Uh, you know, it's just a simple beep, done. That's your full information. Law enforcement, you don't want to be on the wrong side of the law, but I mean, how convenient would that be if everyone was microchipped? <laughs> convenient for whom? <laughs> for if the, I want for to the flee cops. the country. If I want to flee the country, what am I going to do with that? <laughs> so there you go. That is the perfect solution to passwords. Yeah. Uh, instead of having to remember lengthy password, beep. And also, okay, look, to be a bit more serious, a lot of people aren't saying like this is your primary password, but that is your 2FA. That's your two-factor authentication. Uh, right. And so okay. you type something in and say, okay, just to verify that it's you, can you, you know, I don't know, tap or whatever. So instead of like receiving a text on your phone that you do, because someone could, I don't know, mirror your phone, someone could steal your phone. Mm. Again, harder to steal your hand. So it's literally <laughs> you. Yep. Beep. And there you go. Super secure password. Depends how motivated you are. What do you mean? To steal your hand. (laughs) (laughs) Can I play? uh, My opposing thought would be, Mm -hmm. why wouldn't we just do a thumbprint? Um, 
Well, I haven't thought this through at all. This is just off the top. Of I mean, yeah, I yeah, suppose yeah, you could similar functions in terms well. of like for two FA. Yeah, but I mean, but the advantages you have here is that you can store some information. Mm, yeah, right. Um, okay. And so yeah, I, I I would I would say I haven't looked into it. I would say that the authentication that you can get from this chip would be you know more. Uh, yeah. sophisticated than mm. what a, mm. uh, a fingerprint would provide. Especially for the medical yeah. side of things, like you said, yeah. it could yeah. save Definitely. lives, literally. Yeah. Like that. Well, what yeah. if you get into an accident and <laughs> some prints are gone? Like, <laughs> exactly. God forbid, but like... That's exactly right, yeah. But yeah. then it's like, yeah. we're a little lower on the, the hand <laughs> and the, the chip is gone. Look, then we I need a backup if, in the foot. <laughs> I think if the thumbprint's gone, like this part of your hand is like... <laughs> Least of your concern. Yeah, yeah I don't... <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, can you think of, of any other objections that you might have to implanting? I mean, unless you're cool with it. I think if, it's cool. And can I add one thing? Oh, like, yeah. I wonder if we could even like implement it where there is some sort of movement that can be tracked in your hand mm. that can be a part of your physical password, right? So like in case someone has, you know, this is a worst case scenario, has you you unconscious trying to use your hand as a password, <laughs> They like don't a know secret that handshake. Actually, it's like, yeah, it's like a secret clapping <laughs> handshake with yourself that you do. And that's, that's the true. password. This is like three-factor oh authentication. That's so good. It's got Just like accelerometer insight. So it knows the speed at which you do the secret handshake and like the orientation. That's right. This is reminding me of that scene from Mission Impossible where yeah. like Benji is like walking through that like super secure biometrics thing. And mm. it's like tracking his like walking <laughs> pattern, like his heart rate, exactly. Exactly. Like his expressions. Yeah. Uh, hey, Billy, if, just be honest. Would would you do it? If I offered it to you right now, would you do it? Would you implant a chip into your hand? I've I've got something to admit. It's not online. No. I'm scared of needles. Yep. Just like as soon as you brought up a biometric chip, my brain went to like needles. I'm just like Ooh. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like, maybe if they're just like someone just like smacked my hand. I was done. Well, I mean to well, but to be fair, there are medical risks involved, right? Right. With implanting something into your body sure. that shouldn't be there. So mm. even though there are, you know, we yes, we do put pacemakers and stuff. Like Tom said, this is life-saving stuff. Mm. Putting an implantable chip for a password thing is not life-saving technology. I feel right? like if I had to weigh up like a notepad mm-hmm. with my password and a chip in my hand, yep. I'd just take neither of those and just <laughs> eat a bag of potato chips. <laughs> Thanks, Billy, for keeping it real. Um, I, I had to research the risks as well. Oh. I, I do like the medical side of things. I, I mean, I did used to be a science teacher. Yeah. Right? You did. As, so has there been know. studies on these 4,000 people in Sweden as well? Well, no, there hasn't. But yeah. I mean, so people have written papers on possible like tissue reactions. Mm. Um, mm. The fact, this is freaky. The fact that the microchip might actually migrate within the body. <laughs> if Or if the chip corrodes, like if a part of it just like breaks off, like what's going to happen to that? Like where in your body is it going to go? It's it's crazy. Right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, surely it would be, oh, would it not be encased in something before it's put I mean, in? it would there's be. There's still but risk like, though of that corroding. Yeah, there's yeah. risk of corrosion. That's exactly right. Also, apparently they're relatively easy to hack and to read. I was just so, thinking that it's like, yeah. th- is an RFID chip the same that's in like a debit card? Uh, I think that one's a bit more like, uh, what is it? NFC, near, near field communication or yeah. something. It's sort of a, a little bit, it's similar, but it's not completely similar. Right. Uh, NFC allows uh, apparently increased like data storage and two-way communication, whereas RF, mm. uh, RFID chips are like one-way communication. Right. Because that makes me think it's like, imagine I've got a chip in my hand right now yep. and I'm scanning it. Yep. What if someone brushes past me on the street yeah. and has it in their jacket? What like, if someone oh, shakes your hand? 
they shake your hand and then by doing that it's done for they've just like cloned your chip (laughs) oh my gosh That is the perfect premise for like my new mystery. The next Black Mirror episode. <laughs> yeah. He's got the second chip in his thumb. Oh, that is a real. Yes. And every time and he shakes the like hand, yours. someone's hand, he just clones their chip. <laughs> it's crazy. Oh, so there was another risk. Hackers who copy your chip, right? They aren't just stealing your digital credentials. In some ways, they're replicating your physical presence. Because if mm. it's like, I don't know, some dystopian future where you're like, you know, that's where you log into work. That's where you <laughs> prove that, you know, you went to work that yeah. day, right? They are, yeah, they're like replicating you physically. It's not like, hey, I know your driver's license. It's like, I now have the ability to prove that you were somewhere that maybe yeah. you weren't. Very maybe true. you were at the scene of a crime when you weren't. Scary mm. to think about. Mm. It's so good. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Also, apparently, even though now it's sort of like, you know, short-range communication uh, in this dystopian future I'm, you know, concocting where everyone has to be chipped, for example, <laughs> things are going to get, technology is going to improve. You might end up having chips that uh, can do like long-range communication, maybe even GPS. Mm. Can you imagine that? Everyone being GPS tracked at every second of the day. Mm. That is just, that's Thriving? full big brother government control right there. That's the question of security versus privacy, and mm. right? That's Absolutely. A, That's right. Interesting. I don't even like my family or my friends like knowing where <laughs> I am most of the time. And it's just like a stranger. Yeah. Getting, the government. Hands getting sweaty. Yeah. I know. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. Also, um, <laughs> a bunch of people are really against this because of the whole biblical apocalypse, like Mark of the Beast thing. There's literally like verses in the last cha- uh, last book of the Bible, Revelation, that talk about this supposed Mark of the Beast, without which people can't trade and people can't, you know, exist in the marketplace. Uh, and so there's like religious opposition to this as well. Because yeah. Mark, the- right. personally, I think that's a very like, I don't know, surface level, superficial reading of the text. I mm. think it's a lot more metaphorical and more profound than that. Um, but there is opposition from every angle. It's very weird that I seem to be opposing my, my this idea more than anyone else because I don't actually think it's a great idea. Even though I presented it, I I don't think I would do it. No. Really? Okay. I, I just think that there you are too many risks. don't even believe in your own solution. I don't believe in my own solution. I think we did a good job. I think between us, some good solutions, some um, things for people to think about with their own security. Mm, definitely. And but we do have to come to a decision. We are the solve guys, right? Which of these three solutions do you think would solve the problem of passwords today? I think mine has drawbacks with you know remembering things and also like the niche. Yes. Uh, thing of being a Cuba. <laughs> That kind of prerequisite yep. might draw a lot of people out. Mine involves surgery. <laughs> Yours is definitely the most stressful. I feel like it's I so stressful. I was stressful just researching it. Guess what, Bill? You're the winner this week. Yeah, not just um, you're paying for the podcast. <laughs> no, not, because not that at we all. We organized this beforehand. No. Your solution yeah. is actually incredible. But yeah. Genuinely, I think the yeah. yeah the password encryptor and mm-hmm. and. And safe, yep. really, a digital safe is is great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With a solid password that you work hard to remember, yep. not one that you create, but that was created for you, truly random, and then yeah. you put in the hard yards of just memorizing that. Yep, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Well done. You're the winner for the week. 
Thank you, guys. And if and you can just keep sponsoring this podcast, it'll be really appreciated. Thank you, Billy. As long as I win next week, I'll, <laughs> I'll sponsor every episode for the next 30 years. <laughs> We've saved the best two things for the last. I'm about to completely defeat Tom and put him in his place in no our three-by-three three weekly head-to-head. And then we're going to answer a very interesting listener problem that was submitted to us today. Um, for some context, every week... I try to see whether this is the week that I can solve a three by three faster than Tom. I remind me what is the score at the moment? <laughs> I have not succeeded even once. Four zero. But I've promised our listeners yeah. it will happen. It'll, it'll happen one day, and today might be the day. Are you ready, Tom? Even if it weren't a seven septillion years, one day <laughs> it's still one day. You might beat me. It's still one day. Are you ready? Yep. Yep, I'm ready. You tell us when to start, Billy. This is intense. Yep. All right. Hold on to your seats, everyone. Mm-hmm. Cube on the desk. Yep, cube on the okay, desk. Okay, All right, okay. get ready. Yep. This is going to be a surprise. Mm-hmm. Are we getting inspection time? We've inspected. Okay. Five, four, go. <laughs> come on, come on, come on. Then accidentally, you prime. Oh, it's oh. just the EPAM again. Hold on a sec. Ah, oh. he beat me. He was beat that a me. plus two? No, I think that was, was that good. That was, I just fixed it up just in case. Yeah, just. Should we I, roll I back think, the footage? I think with an extra two second penalty, he probably still would have beaten me. It was getting a little scary there, though. You <laughs> were actually no, too far. I actually felt pretty quick. I don't. I think we're only a couple of episodes away before I put no, you no, in no, your no, place. No, no way. I'm, a, yeah. I'm out of form. I'm actually going to start training really okay. hard at home just so <laughs> that I don't good. embarrass myself in the future. <laughs> Today's listener question comes from at Crazy Cubing, who asks. Solve guys, can you solve this problem for us? Does pineapple belong on pizza? Tom, what do you think? Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Billy, what do you think? Come on. It depends on the context of the situation. Oh yeah, there's always someone who's gonna say that. Uh, of course it's, it's a yes or no yeah, question. Yeah, come on, Billy. dude. It's- the short story is Pick a side. I went on a date recently. Oh, I don't gosh. like pineapple on pizza. And she ordered it and I wanted to do the right thing. And I liked it. Oh, Ooh. I enjoyed it. It was good. So, so the pizza day, or the date? Both. <laughs> oh, okay. She also ordered the pizza to the wrong address, Ooh. but that's okay. Okay, okay, okay. We got pizza in the end. Wow. I, it. I consider it in the future. It's a yes from Tom. It's a leaning towards yes from Billy. I I want to provide some balance, but I personally am totally cool with pineapple. It is a yes from the solve guys. Woo. Three yeses. Golden yeah. buzzer. See you in Hollywood. <laughs> that concludes this amazing episode with Billy Woo. from Daily Puzzles. Yeah, Billy. Um, I think we did a great job. Thanks for joining us on this journey. Mm. And thank you guys for all your amazing support on our episodes so far. So good. We said yeah. in a couple of episodes ago, if you could, um, you know, tell your tell your grandma about this podcast, your uncle. Yep. And I'm, I'm pleased to say the stats have come in and a bunch of grandmothers and uncles have been told about this podcast. So keep up the good work, guys.
keep spreading the word. Our main audience now, I think. <laughs> they <laughs> are. Our demographics, for some reason, it's grandmas and uncles. Uh, if we can fill fill in the gaps with our other family members, uh, that will be really fantastic. But yeah, spread the word. Be one of the solve guys with us. And yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll Let s- your friends, grandmothers, fishes, uncle know. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then just subscribe, follow, hit every single button. Yes. Yeah, just connected. like. Love we it. need the support. We're not desperate, I promise, but we just need it. <laughs> yeah, just... we're, we're running out of funding. Daily puzzles can only do so much for us <laughs> yeah, and right. it's getting desperate. So thank you guys. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. See you next week. I hope it didn't take over too much.